Hello everybody, welcome back to Model Student. I am over, I always say over the moon. You think I would just be in a completely different um, galaxy by how many times I say I'm over the moon, but I am truly and genuinely so grateful to be joined with Letitia Roll today. She is um, just an absolute light, as you'll hear, and one of the most empowering and encouraging individuals and I I could gush about her seriously for 10 minutes straight so I'll cut myself off here and let's just get right into the episode. with the girl we got this I love just everything that you're doing is so special and you've I mean you were one of the first people literally one of the first that I worked with and you I feel like have been such a good role model of like this is how you deserve to be treated this is what you need like this is what your standards should be when you're on a shoe and like how companies should take care of you and I mean you gave such great life advice too just in general yeah. to Renee mm. and I the little babies so I, I I mean I just love you so much so thank you oh, seriously it's so time. sweet to watch you guys oh. it's, so, it's so fun I get so excited I'm like look at them go oh thank you I mean you're seriously probably one of my biggest role models just in how oh. you carry yourself and everything but I'll, I'll stop gushing about you we can <laughs> we can get into it but I'll just have you introduce yourself really quick okay. if that's okay yes let's do it guys my name is Letitia Roll and I'm a woman of many things I'm a designer I am a model I'm an actor and I'm a woman's woman at the end of the day that's who I am I love it. Oh my gosh. I'm. It's going to be so hard for me not to just be like, I'm obsessed with you after every <laughs> sentence that you say, because I really am. So we'll start with modeling. Okay. Is how, when and how did you begin modeling? Okay. So modeling for me was like a journey because yeah. I don't know if you had this experience when you were growing up, everyone's like, you should be a model. You should be a model, right? People yeah. would always say this to me and I'd be like, I'm not tall because I'm five seven. Yeah. Um, but I was like, yeah, I, I know I'm beautiful. I know like whatever, but it was never an actual thing that I thought I could achieve. Yeah. So it wasn't until college I blew up my knee. I played basketball okay. and I blew up my knee in college and I was like, holy crap, I can't go overseas anymore and play basketball. Yeah. What am I going to do? And I had a photo shoot with a friend of mine. And I got scouted by an agent. Um, she's still like a really close friend to me, uh, Kara. Shout out, Kara. <laughs> and my modeling career started then. I was first represented in Tampa, Florida by Kara Alexander, who then sent me to Miami, who then sent me to South Africa and New York. And, you know, you do the circuit. Yeah, um, totally. That's how it started. It was not being able to play basketball anymore because I blew up my knee. Yeah. And then... The universe was like, skirt. Yes, they're like, we're going to make you model. <laughs> like, we've been trying to tell you since you're a teenager. Like, now's your time to shine. Yeah. That's amazing. What do you feel like you've learned from the start of modeling to now? So how many years have you been modeling? Oh, over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, such... over 10 years. And it's so cool because it's changed so much. Yeah. So, like, when I was younger, you know, it was a hype thing. It was a weight mm. thing. It was like a specific mold that you had to do and look like and be like. 
now there's no mold. And it's so yeah. cool to see the transformation. Totally. Totally. It's so cool. Like I love it yeah. so much to see everything just like expand and just embracing us as women. Yeah. And every shade, every body figure, every, every everything. Color. Yeah. Yeah, it's so beautiful. It's cool. So I would say seeing the transformation from the modeling industry go from this specific type of look until now where it's like there's no specific look. Totally. And I I think it's so important too. Like you can really be – I feel like before like you're saying there definitely was like you – very arbitrary measurements that you have to be in order to even be considered. Now it's like you can be successful no matter – I mean, you've had such a successful career, and it's like you thought you couldn't even have one because you're five yeah. seven, which is still such a great height. Every height is a yeah. great height, but you know. And I also didn't have like a, like a slender body. I was an athlete, so my yeah. body was always athletic, and yeah. I had muscle. So, you know, there was a lot of pressure to keep your body like this or like that. And now yeah. it's like, just let just it be. be. Yeah, totally. Do you feel like at the start of your career, you put a lot of pressure on yourself or? Yes. Yeah. 100%. I mean, when you start your career, you don't know anything really, yeah. right? So you 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 ask, your agents kind of guide you. But like, if you don't ask questions, you'll never find out. Mm, so yeah. you're kind of going to these jobs, these castings, kind of like not knowing anything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't know anything. Yeah. You might ask some girls. Some girls are friendly. Some girls aren't. Some yeah. agents are helpful. Some agents aren't. So totally. you get thrown into this space where you're like, "All right, let me just show up." Yeah. You know. And I feel like then we had a lot of pressure of performing and trying to be. Yeah. But now looking back at it, it's like, no, just be yourself. Totally. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's, I mean, I wasn't alive in the 80s or 90s, but I feel like there's been a big shift from what the expectation for models were then, even early 2000s, of like, kind of, yeah, be performative or like, don't like you have to be, you know, the stereotypical model. And now I feel like even when I was meeting with agencies, in New York recently, it was like, okay, so what do you do outside of modeling? It was like every, every single agent asked that. It's like, I feel like now personality and yeah, just showing up as you are is so yeah. much more encouraged and also expected now. You yes, know? and embracing who you are. Like they want you to do more than just this. Totally. Actually now, like you're more marketable when you do have this going on or that going on. Totally. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a win-win for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. But back then, it was more or less like, oh, this is what you do. Yeah, totally. You know? Very one-dimensional. Now I feel like it's like a 360 of like, who are you? What do you value? And also, you're beautiful, so (laughs) good luck. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's so true. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, I didn't know you 10 years ago, but I know you now. And you Mm -hmm. are so confident while still being such like a calming um uh like gentle loving person but Mm -hmm. still so confident and just so self-assured how do you feel like you got from point a to point b of really like you just seem like you know yourself Mm -hmm. do you think part of that is just growing up or yeah well thank you so much my love i i think that confidence for me isn't loud Mm. when somebody is confident they're not loud you don't have to ask 
or beg or plead or do the most because you know who you are. And that's where my confidence come from. And I do feel like it was a journey because when I was 21, I was not the most confident. <laughs> my age right now. <laughs> I'm like, I'm feeling called out. No, but it's, it's true. It's true. When you are that age and me personally at that time, and I was 21, I was living in Miami. Yeah. And I was wild. I was with all the models. We were at dinners. We were clubbing. We were doing totally. all the things. I didn't know who I was. Yeah. I just was hanging out and living my life. And let me tell you, I had some of the best times of my life. Totally. But I was very grounded. Yeah. You grounded. I mean? That's the perfect word for you. That's exactly it. You're so grounded. I like, yes, that's exactly the word I was just looking for. Yeah. But it took me a while to get here. Yeah. It took me a while to get here. It took me a journey of learning what I like, learning what I don't like, learning who I am, learning what I love, learning what I don't love. Yeah. Um, I'm learning a lot of patterns, going totally. to therapy, um, you know, really unraveling all these ideas of who I thought I was because society throws all these things on you too, especially when you model. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you have these pressures. You have now social media is on top of everything, you know, I know. in your generation. So I like, bless your hearts. <laughs> And now heaven be with us. We all need a little. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's not easy, but you have to sit with yourself. Mm. And you know, a lot of us don't because it's lonely. And look, I was the same way. I don't like to be alone. I love people. I love friends. I love being with people that I love. But you have to become your own best friend in the sense of you have to be able to love to be with yourself, to know yourself. If you don't spend time with yourself, how are you going to know what, like, who you are? Yeah, absolutely. You're boyfriend, right? Yeah. Like, you guys spend all this time together and get to know him, and then you cater to, like, his needs, his wants, right? That's the natural thing that we do as women. Yeah. But why don't we do that for ourselves first? Totally. I love right. that. Absolutely. I, I, it is, I think one of the best things that happened was like junior year of high school I just like completely withdrew like my anxiety was through the roof but that was the worst but also best time because it was like okay every Friday night I you know had like little dates with myself unofficially and it I I do think I loved what you said about confidence not having to be loud but also really just getting to know yourself because how else would you you know be able to project any sort of self-worth or you know, self-confidence if you don't even know who you are. That's brilliant. I love that. And then once you know who you are, the world sees it yeah. and you don't have to say a thing. Totally. It just comes, it's like, it's literally this energy that it just breathes off of you. Yeah. Because you know who you are and nobody's going to tell you anything different. Yeah. No judgment can shake you. No other person's opinion is going to shake you. You know you, you've done the work, you know, but yeah. it's a journey and I'm still on this journey. And totally. I think it's a, lifelong journey of discovering yourself because we'll all go through these highs and lows of life right yeah you're gonna have to rediscover the new you totally rediscover the new you it's evolution I love it absolutely I'm curious and if you don't feel comfortable asking please just say so but Mm -hmm. what do you feel like were some of the labels that you were getting placed on you as a young model or even now still yeah I mean well I'm mixed right so both of us yeah, we are mixed. Yeah. It's really interesting space being a mixed woman in this in this in the entertainment world. Totally. And I don't 
love it. I don't love having to be black or white. You know what I mean? I am both. Um, You know, so we kind of get snuck in this racial category or picking an ethnicity, you know? Totally. Um, That's one thing that's very... It's tricky. I, I, it's tricky. Yeah, I feel like, I mean, I feel like this past year especially, I had a whole identity crisis of like, I don't, like, you know, it's like when you're filling out forms, it's like black, white, it's, I'm like, well, I might, you know, it's like I'm all, I don't yeah. want to, like, where's the biracial box? Just give me yeah. that. Just let me check yeah. that. Baby, I check all of them. I check Same. Puerto Rican, I check Hispanic, black, and white. Like, that's Same. what I want. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I know it is a weird, I feel like too, the thing that I've really gotten is like, oh, well, you're so ambiguous. And it's yes. like, well, yeah, I guess, but I'm also, this is who I am. And it doesn't yeah. have to be ambiguous. And, and do you feel like when I tell that you're ambiguous, you're kind of like, okay, like, does it, how does it make you feel? It, it, I feel like it's so, uh, I mean, I know it comes from a place of like ignorance and it's not like malintention, but it does feel really dehumanizing in a way oh, of wow. like, well, I'm ambiguous, but I'm right here. Like you can yeah. see me, like this is who I am. Like yeah. it doesn't need to be ambiguous. You yeah, know? it's as if you don't fit in. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's as if we don't fit in. It's as if we're like some wild card. Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? But let me tell you, any wild card in the deck is the best fucking card. <laughs> Okay. Yes, so yes. I forget that. I won't. I won't. It's the best card, and there's a space where you just have to navigate because that's one thing that you're going to deal with for the rest of your life. Yeah, you still deal with it, especially as an actor. Yes, you're not black enough for these roles. Yes, you're not white enough for these roles. You're not, and I'm like, I know. What is black? <laughs> what is black? Like, I know. You want it? It's colorism at the end of the day. Yeah. To be honest, and. Unfortunately, our society still deals with that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I hope it's coming, still progressing. It's like very slow, agonizing (laughs) evolution of it. But I I do think, I hope it's getting there. I don't know. It It is such a weird space. And it also, I feel like I have a lot of guilt of like, well, like I talked to my dad about it this past summer. Like I... He had to talk to my older siblings about, like, knowing your rights and stuff like that because they have darker skin. That was never a conversation that he had mm-hmm. with me. So it's like I know I benefit with some privilege, but it is – it's weird, and it all relates to each other in one way or another of mm-hmm. knowing how to represent yourself. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. It all integrates, definitely. Yeah. But yeah. I, that, I was curious if that was one of the labels that got placed on you. Yeah. That's I didn't definitely want to assume – for sure. And then I think like outside of like the industry, when you're a beautiful woman, yeah. you know, you get labeled as intimidating or this or that. And, you know, people like my best friend thought I was a bitch. I'll never yeah. forget. Like we lived in South Africa together and she saw my comp cards on the table before I arrived. And yeah. she assumed that I was going to be a bitch. I'm like, <laughs> no, you're that's what she's about to say. Like, that's the last literally yeah. I would never you're the sweetest person but people judge you by your looks yeah unfortunately and you know you can't that's not for you to hold what people project onto you has something to do with their own insecurities and their own issues that they're dealing with internally so you have to remember that when somebody says you're too much or too intimidating or too this it's like no baby or or not even or even not enough not black enough not white enough it's yeah 
you have to kind of, I call it noise. You have mm. to block out the noise yeah. because that noise has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. Yeah, absolutely. It does. It's, and it's not an easy task, but. Yeah, especially when you're, I mean, with modeling and with acting, you know, any sort of um, entertainment industry or media industry, yeah. so much rejection and it's so hard not to take it personally. So much rejection. How do you feel like you've managed that, like handling rejection? Well, now I go, okay, thank you, God. Yeah. It's not for me because I know now what's meant for me will never pass me by. Mm, yeah. What's meant for me, will it's mine. Yeah. I don't have to beg or plead. If I don't get, get that, it's okay. It wasn't for me. Something totally. better is coming. Something bigger is coming. Yeah. You know, and I, I, that's my mentality. You know, rejection is not rejection. Yeah. Rejection to me is just a door that God is closing for me because he wants me to be bigger and better. Mm, you know, it's just a door closed. It's it's protection. Yeah. If you think no one's protection, thank you. That wasn't for me. Appreciate that. I love that. Oh my gosh, I need to write that down immediately. <laughs> yeah. That's so great. No, I do think, especially because with, I mean, with acting, there's definitely maybe more of, you know, you can work on how you do monologues or whatever it may be. With modeling, there's only so much you can do. It's like, this is, you take me or leave me. You know what I mean? I feel like just knowing like, okay, there was nothing else I could have done. Like I did the best that I could. I am who I am. And yeah, it wasn't for me, not meant to be. It's not for you. And that is okay. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) That's the part of it here. Absolutely. You're not for everybody. And you don't want to be for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You are special. So, you know, you're in the fashion world. I, I'm in the print commercial yeah. world. So it's two different worlds, too. Yeah. The fashion world is no joke. I have a lot of friends in that space. You know? Yeah. Yo, yeah. You guys really, you guys really have a... I'm like, I'm like laughing in pain because I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it is so... I mean, how how would you feel like the print world is, though? Like print, e-com, more commercial work? I think print and commercial work, for me, it's fun. Yeah. Now. Yeah. You know, personality, it's who you are. Totally. Um, it's a look. It's a vibe. It's a feeling. That's how I think of work. Yeah. You know, they want a feeling. They want an energy. You know what I mean? You have to think about the client. What's the client selling? Yeah, absolutely. You know, what's their energy? What's the vibe? What's the message they're giving off? Totally. You know what I'm saying? And that's how... That's how I play that game. Yeah. And when, once you play that game like that, it's different. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. How, last question related to modeling, because then I want to talk about your brand. Um, what advice would you give to people who want to start modeling or pursuing any sort of media-based um, industry? Yeah. I think one piece of advice that I would give, besides the idea of, What's for you will not pass you by because I think that's one thing that everybody in the entertainment industry needs to hear. Yeah. If the agent's not for you, baby, it's not for you. If that job isn't for you, it's not for you. It's okay. Yeah. Because there's more and it's even better going to come. That's definitely one thing that has helped me so much because in the industry, you deal with so much rejection. Mm. But I think one piece of advice is to stay true to who you are. Yeah. In this entertainment world, it's really easy to lose yourself. It's really easy to get swayed to do this for that or to look like this for that or to succumb to something that you would never do just for a job. Yeah. No. You have to stay true to you. 
and know who you are first. Because if you you don't know all these things, you're not going to stay true to who you are. Yeah, you can, you lose yourself. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't want anybody to lose themselves. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Absolutely. So I think that staying true to who you are in this industry is so valuable. Absolutely, and it's powerful because you can see the people who have stayed true to themselves. Yeah. I feel like exactly it is like what we're talking about earlier about they're never the ones who are the most loud or it's just this sort of gentle grounded energy that just sends out you know and it it attracts it's like like I'm like I want to be with you all the time because you were so great on set and had you know just such a great spirit and I feel like it's exactly what you're saying. Thank you. Thank you so much. Honestly, it's it's experience too. You yeah. know, you were just starting. I literally that was my first start. job. It was my yeah. first job yeah. ever. Got Vogue for first job, people. No big deal. I'm so proud of you. Oh, no. Oh, I was so proud of you. But this is how we learn. We yeah. learn through, you know, our peers. You know, Absolutely. we learn through women that have been there and done that. And I will always share my knowledge and spread it because I don't want any woman or younger woman to have to go through what I had to. So if yeah. you can pass it on and pay it for it, please. That's that's what I, I live by that. I love it. I you I feel like I've been really fortunate and you definitely are top of the list to work with people who kind of defy all the stereotypical industry <laughs> like mm-hmm. cliches of like being really mean and catty. And that's definitely out there, but thankfully I <laughs> haven't gotten, you know, to haven't been too um intimidated yet because everyone's been so welcoming so i want to thank you again seriously for being so wonderful on set so you are the founder of tress which is the only baseball hat that nourishes your curls so so many questions i want to ask but first what was the process of starting your own brand yeah, so to be honest, I have all this crazy curly hair and I could never wear a fitted hat. That's where it started. Yeah. And at the time I was dating this guy that used to rush me like crazy for everything. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, I need like 10 more minutes for my hair. Yeah. Because I did. It takes a while to take keep this hair cute. Yeah. So I'm like, and one day he was like, just throw on a hat. And I was like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> so I remember forcing this hat on my forehead and I had that. Oh, yeah, the lines. Like, on my head. I'm like, ouch, it hurts, actually. Like, I don't want this hat. Yeah. And I looked at him, I'll never forget, he was in the bathroom, and I was like, I'm just going to make my own hat. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, I am. Like, I'm going to make a hat that fits my curls, because I'm not the only human that has this issue. There's no way. Yeah. I can be the only person. So, it took me three years, and I created it. Awesome. So, it was a process, because, you know, I was not, I'm not a designer. I didn't go to school to design. Yeah. Um no idea what I was doing but I had friends that started things so I was like hey how do I do this or how do I do that I'm googling everything how Mm, to and that's where it started I I started with the prototype company um oh it was (laughs) let's just say I lost a lot of money on the way too because I wasn't aware what I was doing yeah absolutely there's a lot of highs and lows when you become an entrepreneur, and I, was, I wasn't even thinking like, oh, I'm going to become an entrepreneur. I'm going to have like this hat business. Totally. I was thinking of making a hat for me and my friends. Yeah. It's such a like organic way of like, there's a problem and you solve it or like something that you need isn't on the market. So make it yourself. And yeah. like, you're definitely not the only person who <laughs> has curly hair and wants to wear yeah. a baseball cap. 
I love that. Yeah. So that was the journey. And, you know, I incorporated everything that I knew my curls needed to nourish to feel good and that could fit. So like my biggest thing was one, hats don't fit me, my head or my curls. Two, I always have crazy hat hair after I take those freaking hats off. Yeah. And three, I want a comfortable fit. I don't want it to be so hard on tight on my head. Yeah. So I incorporated like everything I needed. Satin lining for sure protects and nourishes our curls, right? Yeah. Um, bands. I was an athlete growing up. So like I hated when I had to wear hats and my hair would be on my the back of my neck sweating and stuff. Yeah. Like, How do I do this? And I remember playing softball. I would wear these elastics that would keep the hair off my face. Yeah. So I incorporated those elastics in the back of the hats. And that allowed this flexibility and the hat to be kind of like a skinny jean. Like those skinny mm. jeans, you know how they like form to your Yeah. The hat kind of forms to your hair. I and love that's what that. we need, you know? Totally. So that's trust was born, really incorporating like things that I needed into a baseball hat that actually fit. Yeah. How did you I mean, obviously lots of Googling <laughs> was done, but how did you like gather, like gather everything and like how did you put because I feel like sometimes I'll go through phases with like very niche things of like just Googling and Googling, but then not getting any action behind it. So how yeah. did you like figure out like, okay, here's the information and then making it like a tangible thing? Like, like well, I don't, I have this thing where I don't quit. I love that. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to figure it out. I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think we get so overwhelmed by stuff like Google. We've never done this before. So you have to rem- remember too. You have never done this. It's like walking. As yeah. a baby, you get up and you fall. You get up and you fall. You get up and you fall. I never made a hat. Totally. So I knew I was going to get up and fall and get up and fall and get up and fall. Yeah. But I had to ask questions that needed help. Yeah. So, for instance, I found a prototyping company through my friend who had a product company. Yeah. And I asked him, I said, hey, what did you use? He's like, oh, I've been working with this prototyping company. Cool. Hit up the prototype company. I said, hey, this is the hat that I want to make. Yeah. I didn't even know how to draw. Like I didn't. That's even have what I was just wondering. It's like how no. you got the dimensions, and I didn't even have a drawing. Like I had nothing. I just knew in my head exactly how I wanted to do it. Yeah. And I explained to this prototype company. I said, "Look, this is what I want." And it was like I end up making like this weird like diagram of like how I saw the hat in my head, right? Because totally. I'm a visual person. Absolutely. So then. I spoke to them and they created the actual visual diagram picture for me. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Like, and that's all I had because from that situation, they promised me to send me a sample. The sample never got around. I spent like $3,000, never got half the things I was supposed to, but I said, Oh, it's okay. Yeah. At least I have a picture now. I have the diagram of the sample that I need to be created. Yeah. Okay, cool. Now I have to go to find somebody that can make the sample for me. Can and I? That long time. I'm sure. I, I want to ask, what is exactly a prototype company? Are they like what? I've never a heard. Prototype of that. is a company that can help you create the first sample of your product. Okay, gotcha. So they can create the prototype, like the actual physical product that you want. They can create the type for you. So this is like the prototype. This is like the Ooh, sample that. Will, yes, yeah. and it's tangible. So like you have it in your hand. And then from there, do you go to a manufacturing company to, okay. It's, see, yeah. it's, cause I've only ever been on the consumer end. So I don't think like, oh, this hat took like 
three years to get here. It's like, you know, it's so much more instantaneous when you're just buying it. You don't ever think about (laughs) really the whole, whole experience of it. Yeah. It's so cool that you said that too, because you don't. Yeah. I mean, I've been thinking about that so much as I've been, you know, talking to new people and even just, I mean, it's such, it's such a thoughtful process and such like you're like the determination that you have to have not to like give up. I'm really like struck by how, um, just positive, but yeah, determined you Mm -hmm. are like, okay, we're just going to keep doing this until I get what I want. Because I believe in myself. Yeah. You know, even when I don't know what I'm doing, because Alex, sometimes people ask me, you design hats. They look at me like I'm crazy. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I design hats. Sometimes when I'm working, I don't even know. I don't know what I'm doing still. <laughs> like, that's what, I'll figure it out. You yeah. know what I mean? You're a problem solver. Yeah, totally. I'm a problem solver. And hey, sometimes I'm not solving the problem. I'm just faking it until I make it. And guess what? I'm going to make it. Yeah, so. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I love it. So how then did you get from, so we had the prototype, then we have manufacturing mm-hmm. and then how did we get to selling? Yes. So the, the samples in the manufacturer, that, that was a journey too. Yeah. That's gonna, it's a relationship building thing. And it's like, I got screwed out again. Oh. You know, I got screwed. I lost some money again, but then I found the person. Yeah. So now when you find the person, now you have to create the brand story. Mm-hmm. You have to create the, what is this product and how are you going to sell it to the world? Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, pricing, colors, you know, expansion, a website, e-commerce. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the frick? I was <laughs> not, like, anticipating this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally. Like, I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah. And honest, I don't desire to. You know what yeah. I desire to? I desire to allow every woman to embrace their natural texture mm. without having to straighten or flatten their hair or yeah. damage their curls. That's what I want. I love it. That's all I want to do is help women because I did not have products for my hair growing up. Yeah. So guess what I did? I damaged my curls. Absolutely. But once you get into this, so you expand and now you have a website, now you have an e-com, now you have to hire people. It's, it's a new world. Totally. But there are people who have their own callings to do all the things that you can't. Do you know what I yeah. mean? To fill in the yeah. blanks. Yes. But you're so just full with purpose. Like everything you do is so driven. I was just thinking about when you were speaking, like how, and this may sound so silly to some people, but I, I mean, I'm figuring out my beliefs, but I do like to say like the universe or the cosmos or something, mm-hmm. but just how, you know, it's like, people are telling you to model and then you have you follow that fine after you couldn't play basketball to do it and having you know so many people could take you know their ex-boyfriend saying could you just hurry up and put on a cap and like let's go and just like you know be like okay this cap hurts my head oh well and move on but instead it's like I there's more I can do here and I just think it's really I know it might sound like super sappy but really powerful to listen to you just step into these roles and be so willing to you know you're just amazing seriously thank you thank you really? you know my my high school coach said there's this quote where it says she can because she I can and I will or something like yeah. that yeah you can 
you can, you can do anything you put your mind to. And I know it sounds, everybody says that. I know. It's It's true though. Yeah, absolutely. She can and she will, you know, don't get it twisted. Yeah. You know, especially as a woman, like you can and you will. Absolutely. You just have to do it. I love it. I will say another thing like one of the main traits I would attribute to you is how empowering you are how like and that's so clear too even with Tress and wanting to start it and like I don't want other women to have to damage their beautiful curly hair it's such a gift that you have really yeah thank you it's I think behind everything that you do you should have purpose or intention yeah right I'm not a capitalistic person. Mm. I, you know, we live in this capitalistic society, but you choose who you are. And, you know, I believe that with purpose, everything will come to you. Yeah. With with intention, you'll always win. And like, I know my purpose. My purpose is to help women, to empower women. And I learned this in therapy. It was so crazy. She had a moment with me. She was like, so why do you, because we were talking about my podcast. Yeah. And she was like, where'd this come? Like, why do you want to empower women? And then she had me think about it and she goes, is it because you never felt empowered by women? And I never did growing up. Yeah. And in return, now I want to empower every woman around me. Totally. You know, I lived in a space in my twenties where I did not like women because I was in this different world where it was toxic and catty and nasty. And I saw the bad sides of humans and it made me really like not embrace us. But I'm like, time out. That's not. That's not how this world works. This isn't how us women should be. Yeah. And that is my purpose: is to empower women to bring women together because we're so fucking magic. We're so much magic, and when we're together, we can help each other. We can show each other how powerful we really are. Totally. Because a lot of us were never shown that. Absolutely. I mean, I think too, and like. Even starting from like elementary school through high school, it's like you see other girls as competition. And especially then when you're literally like, it's like either I get this job or this girl gets the job. It's very easy to be really, what's the opposite of empowering, like crushing, I don't know, to other, to yourself and then in turn to other people. And it's a really a vicious cycle. So it's great to see you breaking that. And also, really, you have been such an encouraging person to me. And I feel Mm -hmm. like even though, I mean, I've only, we spent two days together in person and then, you know, have kept in touch digitally. But I had a sense of, like, you really believe in me, even though you don't know me. And I feel like you do that to everyone that you meet. And it's such a gift. It really is. Thank you. Yeah. You're wonderful. Seriously. Thank you. I do believe everybody's put on this earth with gifts and yeah. a lot of us weren't encouraged or empowered. And a lot of it comes from our childhood too. We've all gone through things in life, totally. you know, you don't know what the other person's going through. So just by speaking light and love and encouragement into somebody, it can change their life. Yeah. And people have changed my life and I will always Tell somebody how I feel totally. and help them and encourage because everybody on this earth, it's a gift. You're not here by accident. You're here for a reason. And some of us need reminders of that. And it's natural. We're human. Absolutely. We all need reminders sometimes. I love it. I And I do feel like, I mean, I feel like I've said this in every episode, but I do feel like um, 
the fashion industry, the beauty industry, media, less so with acting. I feel like people really appreciate the art of acting, but I feel like it does get really categorized as superficial and shallow and very commercialized, which it, you know, is in one regard, it's a business. But I also feel like, like what you're saying with Tress and its whole purpose and even just literally the chance to model and then in turn be a role model to me for example it's like there's so much more that you can do yeah (laughs) just a quick sneeze just a quick little sneeze but I am I'm just really struck by you and how much you've really made how do I say this made more of what could have just been oh yeah I just stand in front of a camera or oh yeah I you know have curly hair I don't know it's just it's it's great to see you it's just great to see you and who you are thank you of course you know when you're you when you're standing in front of that camera know why you're standing in front of that camera yes yeah know that you're empowering so many women looking at you know that so many people are seeing you and being inspired and empowered and you know a lot of people you don't see a lot of people that look like you yeah you know yeah and that's another like push in another reason why you keep going totally no absolutely I was just about to say I feel like especially with I love the way that the industry is moving to being more inclusive just all around but I feel like when I was growing up the first person who I've like really become attached to because she was the first Zendaya like biracial yes you know kind of superstar growing up it's like I I'm like I feel like she's like my best friend even though obviously I don't know her but she was it made me like watching her and shake it up it was like I can do literally whatever I want like it it sounds like such a small thing but it really can have such a big impact especially when you have been marginalized or not maybe welcomed in as much but now I feel like we're moving into more of a welcoming space at least I hope we are absolutely I love it. Yes. What um, advice now, back going back to Tress, would you give to people who want to start their own, their own fashion brand? Yes. So to anybody starting any brand, yeah, to find your why. Why are you creating it? Find your why first. Find the intention behind it. Totally. And then start, just start, like, just start. Like, it's hard. It's going to be new to you, especially if this isn't in your background. You know what I mean? Find your purpose and then start. I think a lot of people have that issue. Like, they have all these ideas and these cool things they want to do, but they never start. I'm like, dude, go do it. Like, what are you waiting for? Even if it's one small thing. Totally. An email to somebody that, hey, can you help me with this? Or purchasing a domain name. Yeah. Or XYZ, one small step a day, that adds up. Totally. I I think, too, I mean, I know I definitely have had ideas in the past, and I get so debilitated by, well, nobody would want this, or nobody wants to hear this, or, you know, any of, any of the things. But I think something that I've really been trying to remind myself is, like, there's space for everyone. It goes back to what we were saying earlier about what's meant for you will yes. work out. You'll have it, and yes. don't stress it. Absolutely. <laughs> space for everyone and that voice is just that insidious ego that we all have right so like embrace that voice but don't listen to that voice totally oh that's part of our ego and that's not who we are yeah and it's just thoughts that are just passing by absolutely 
you know? How do you feel like you've let go of ego? Or <sighs> have detached from it? Because I feel like it's so easy. I mean, I'm so, I'm such a newbie still. I'm, you know, but it's like, I mean, and thankfully I have family who's like knocked it in my head to be humble and not to be, you know, whatever. But it's, I like after you book a job or after you do whatever, get pictures back. It's like, it's so easy to like feed off of that and feel like hot shit for lack of a better word. And like, feel like hot shit because you are hot shit. Well, right. But I feel like it can get to a, a place of being unhealthy though. And like, you know, really egocentric and not like it definitely it's worth celebrating accomplishments and feeling like I like this photo of me. Like I think I look really beautiful here. Yeah. And I think that's healthy and good, but I feel like sometimes I don't know, I'm still trying to figure out what my relationship with my ego is and what it looks like and how to not be too attached to it, you know? Yeah, I mean an ego is a tricky thing. Yeah. And you have to identify it. I talk to myself often. Yeah. Like, often. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Like, yeah. There are many times where, like, thoughts are going through my head. I'm like, oh, no, that's not me. Yeah. Oh, no, this isn't her. Yeah. This is this one today. This We're not – you're tired of the t-shirt. So all these sad or emotional things are going through your mind, this giving up mentality or yeah. – no. So you have to identify it. Totally. And I don't think all egos unhealthy. Yeah. I think – there's some type of there is the ego that you do need totally. that is that ego that's like fuck yes that's me yeah and you should you should be that because look at your journey look how hard it took you to get here you yeah. should be proud of yourself totally being proud of yourself isn't unhealthy yeah being, being in awe of this beautiful picture of yourself isn't healthy this is what you've created this is the vessel you've taken care of this is the beauty that you've you know abundantly have nurtured like totally ever take it back or feel bad for loving yourself fully and truly totally ever. you know I think there is beauty in ego yeah Where do if, you, go ahead go ahead if you're able to you know identify it yeah definitely what do you feel like I feel like then and tell me if you think this interpretation is right I feel like maybe the unhealthy bit of ego then would be like putting other people down having that maybe toxic Mm-hmm. mental or like internalized misogyny even towards other women in this space do you think that's have you noticed that for yourself how you're how the negative side of ego can manifest yeah 100 yeah. percent. but you have to be aware of that there's no bone in your body that's unhealthy <laughs> yeah <laughs> your intention can never be unhealthy your intention is pure yeah you know you can identify other people yeah who aren't pure who are doing it for different reasons you know, who have different ethics and values. And look, I don't believe there's good and bad, but I believe yeah. in harm. Totally. And when something starts to harm other people and when something starts to just be like unintentional, then that's not okay. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. How do you feel? I feel like I'm like taught you're literally, I feel like you're like my big sister right now. I'm like, okay, so then also, (laughs) but really one of the last questions I'll ask you today is how do you protect yourself then, especially in an industry where women are so easily objectified and taken advantage of, or can be, I shouldn't say always, but can be. I think there's several ways that I protect myself. You know, I am first of all, always aware of my surroundings and who I'm working with. 
I'm always going to use my voice. Yeah. When something is not okay, I will let you know that's not okay. I will always stand up for myself. This I don't like this picture. This isn't really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm always going to stand by what I believe in. Totally. Be open to feedback. But if something is not in my favor or not protecting me, I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's a quick no for me. Yeah. And I think we often feel like we have to say yes to everything. Mm. No, you don't. Yeah. You don't. You don't. And you can be selective. And you have to protect yourself. Absolutely. You know? Not every yes is a yes for you to take. You know what I mean? Know, again, who you are, what you want to do, what's the intention, what's the journey, what's the purpose. Absolutely. You know? And your yeses will change. There's yeah. some things I would have said yes to back in the past where now it's a no for me. Totally. You know? You have to protect yourself. I think community for me is key. Absolutely. Community. Like having good friends in my corner, in my life who I can go to that I can say, hey, like, what do you think of this? Like, is this rate too low? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, totally. No, it's true. Like, is my is my agent not doing the thing? And, you know, yeah. having a good relationship with your agents. Yeah, And absolutely. an honest and open one, too. You know, oftentimes, especially when I was your age, I was scared. Yeah. You get scared, <laughs> you yeah, know? totally. You get scared and worried. No, this is your life. This is your journey. Yeah. Totally. It's a business, too. Don't get it twisted. We forget. Yeah, I know. I think that's the thing that's so easy to get wrapped up with in the beginning is like, you just want the experiences, but it's like, well, I also want to be paid. (laughs) And I also deserve to be because it's work, you know? It's work. And this is is your livelihood. Absolutely. Don't ever get it twisted. And it's hard sometimes because your friends and your this and they become really close to you. Okay, cool. But I'm still a businesswoman. Yeah, totally. And I encourage every woman to learn the business side of everything. Yeah. Everything. I'm still doing that. There's many things where I'm like, oh, no, you got to learn this. Absolutely. You know, so know all sides of your industry. Ask questions and really have people that you trust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you're Therapy. one of those people for me. I'll let you know wow. now. Seriously. I'm always here for you, honestly. Thank you. I didn't mean to cut you off, though. What were you going to say? Yeah. The last thing I would say is therapy for me has really yeah. been one of the main things that have changed my life in the sense of protection, because yeah. it allows me to unravel and it allows me to unlearn these patterns and these things that I thought I was or had to be. And that was like the, uh, a, a real mind shift for me a couple of years ago. And I was like, Oh, nothing's wrong with me. Yeah. It's just because of, I was taught this or I saw that, or I thought, you know, so by protecting yourself, you're understanding and learning yourself. Absolutely. And therapy is such a great mechanism to do that. Like yeah. take yourself on the fun dates, but also learn why you communicate the way that you do or why you're attached a certain way. Or, yes. I mean, I love, I, I, <laughs> I studied psychology and if I'm honest, I'm like, I think it was solely so I could just understand myself better, really. But I love, I so cool. love talking to you and this has been so great and I I again just want to thank you for being so open and receptive and 
just sharing and being honest always and so kind. So thank you. Seriously. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. This is so exciting. (laughs) Thank you. And you know, you always got this. You always have a sister in me forever. No, you are like a big sister, undoubtedly. Is there anything else that you wanted to share that you feel like we might have missed or any... I think we covered it all, honestly. I'm like, I I I, think everything you asked is on point. Thank you so much. No, I seriously, it's always, I'm always learning, but especially from you, I'm like, okay, jotting this down in my journal tonight, gonna write this down, like, listen back to myself, like, over and over, but you're so helpful. So thank you so much for making time again. I know you're busy, so I really appreciate it. I'm so proud of you and excited for you. Thank you.